This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. And welcome back. I am Paul. And I'm Rich. And we are here today to discuss this amazing, amazing fan fiction blog thing that <laughs> that is just from my perspective from my certain point of view i i fucking <laughs> love and i discovered it i don't know how many years ago and it got into our hopper and the force chose it for this week so we have the darth side memoirs the, of a monster the darth a, a, side a blog series by I guess Cheeseburger Brown. I don't know who the real person is. I probably should have researched it. I cannot remember what his real name is, but I do remember looking it up. And what I have found is that this Cheeseburger Brown fellow has kind of dropped off the face of the earth in the last four or five years. Oh, really? Like no action on his Twitter page, no action on his Facebook page is completely shut down. No new stories, no new books because he was doing, he was doing like short stories and novels and stuff that he was Mm -hmm. publishing direct through Amazon and stuff like that Mm -hmm. as well. But nothing, nothing new. And so I don't know if he died or if he still exists, but I yeah. got to say, if we, if there was some way we could get a hold of that guy, I would love to talk to him. Yeah. Did, did you happen to read the stuff at the end, the additional stuff? The No, uh, I, I, I wish I had, but I didn't, I didn't get to. Wasn't extremely long. There was an interview. Well, there was an interview with him that was longer, but there was a, it was a mock interview between Darth Vader and, <laughs> um, and an interviewer. And it was, it's pretty funny. It's pretty okay. Funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so yeah. So anyway, that's that's what we did this week. We just we just read the dark side, all the entries, which occupies all of like forty pages of a PDF or whatever. Yeah. It's not super long. No. So uh, this so this one having been my wait a minute wait a minute we got to do a um, synopsis. I do have a synopsis. Did you have one? Okay. It's not a very long one. No, it's okay, and nothing. <laughs> less sort of less happens here yeah although it's kind of like peripherally around two movies right or three movies i guess really but yeah. yeah so i mean i can i'll i'll jump into that oh yes uh and now so. presenting <laughs> patented rich davenport super duper summary.com backslash uh, awesome oh i'm gonna have to register that now yeah too late too late i already did oh, oh shit <laughs> that'll All be ten thousand right. dollars please <laughs> oh no keep it it's fine <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shortly after what we would come to call the Battle of Scarif, Darth Vader begins a secret journal, a diary of sorts, spurred on by the death of his confidant, Moff Nur, who was killed in the battle that led to the rebel scum escaping with the plans to the first Death Star. Over the course of four years, Vader details the humdrum daily life of the servant of the Dark Lord of the Sith, his master, Emperor Palpatine. He, he speaks candidly about his relationship with Obi-Wan Kenobi, his relationship with Qui-Gon Jinn, with his mother, and with his master as he discovers that he has a son. That son, of course, is the rebel asshole who blew up his Death Star. But something is changing in Vader. Knowing that he still has a connection to Padme and more to his beloved mother, Vader begins to question his place in the galaxy and the plans of his master, Darth Sidious. In the end... It is a combination of his son, his mother's memory, and the force ghost of Qui-Gon Jinn that convince him that he is, in fact, on the correct path, whether he can see it or not. And he goes to meet his destiny in the throne room of the second Death Star. In the throne room. (laughs) Indeed. So 
So that's the synopsis. That's the summary by Rich Davenport. Thank you very that's much. My, that's my summary. I'm sticking to it. So okay, but so okay, so I gotta jump in here because yeah, this this is this is this is something I've been pushing for a while. Yeah. And so I want to get your take, like your overall take first before we dive into all the other whatever. Give me your overall take. Okay. Overall take, I liked it. I I enjoyed I enjoyed the humor more than than the other stuff until like probably the last two blog entries when it started to really hit me that this wasn't ju- this wasn't just comedy. This was tragic comedy, you know? And I I really loved that that we kind of saw things from other another side, right? Like we're seeing like Vader's day-to-day stuff, but we're also seeing like his perspective on the Jedi and we're seeing his perspective on eventually his his perspective on, on Darth Sidious and why he just, I mean, it's not just a sudden, Oh no, he's lightning my son. It's, it's more of a, according to this, it's more of a gradual growing into this. I never really liked this Palpatine fucker anyway, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and just being able to, I, I thought it was really interesting that you see his, that it's really his mom that brings him back yeah. more than Padme. Yeah. And he's got some interesting perspectives on a lot of things, like how Padme died. Like he realizes that it wasn't him that killed her. No matter yeah. what, no matter what Palpatine says, he knows it wasn't yeah. he that killed her. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And it, it, it hit me. It hit me pretty hard at the end. So that's, so I, I love, I love that you said that too, because my experience of it was also that, I think I read the end first because it, it appeared somebody linked it to a blog. It was a blog link, right? Yeah, yeah. And so when I hit the link, the last entry was the first thing I read. And that was like this poignant thing about the like perspective shifting. Yeah. Right. Yep. And then, so by the time I went back, I, w- I already knew that there was like a, a, an emotional payoff at the end. Right. When I started the beginning back when, and so the, the comedy, the, the comic bits were like surprising to me actually when I came when I entered from the <laughs> entered from the back end. <laughs> God damn it! When I when I when I entered from the last side of it. <laughs> when you took it from behind. <laughs> when I did it the wrong way. Um, the the comedy bits, the funny stuff, it didn't bother me. It just surprised me a little bit that it could start off and be sort of funny in the ways it was funny. And then wind its way to that last thing, which was so like, for, for me, when I read it, that the last thing, the last entry, like set me in such a cool place of another sort of one of those rethinkings of Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah. Yep. Another one of those things of, and, I, and actually, by the way, the interesting thing is, is that until actually until we, until we rewatched Return of the Jedi, I had not watched Return of the Jedi after I had read that last entry of this thing here. Oh, right on. Okay. Right. So both, both whatever, whatever was remaining in my memory uh, from that, as well as our discussions of other topics connected to return of the Jedi, all like drastically shaped my reshaped my, my watch of return of the Jedi when I did it. Right. Okay. So it was, it, it was really cool. It was, I'm, I'm so glad that we, a, I'm so glad we do this podcast. Yeah. B, um, I'm so glad that we turn our attention to wherever sort of like 
like we follow our own thread. We don't follow a prescribed thing. Right. And that kind of helps those things out. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So anyway, I'm, I'm winding way off track here. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So yes, starts off funny, lots of funny, kind yeah. of keeps the funny most of the way out and really then kind of hits your heart at the end a little bit, you know, kind of like how life is right. I mean, like, yeah, I like, mean, for depending on how you are, you know, I mean, yeah. like, for me, life is, life is fucking funny. Like shit is pretty funny. And then I'm, I imagine at the end of my life, I'm going to be kind of, you know, pondering existence and pondering, you know, what's Re- going regretting on. Regretting your choices. Regretting and... <laughs> my choices. Deciding to throw my boss down a, you know, reactor. Uh-oh. I'm already there. Oh, crap. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, boss who doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I, um, the funny thing is I took note of a lot of the, the things that made me, like, literally, like, guffaw. There, it, mm. like anything mm-hmm. that i was like eh, you know like <laughs> yeah. you know, anything that that i actually laughed at i <laughs> i i took to, i took note of a few things that were that were big laughs um like okay like, so let's so let's start diving in let's start diving okay, into our notes yeah. then yeah okay so like some of the things that struck me as really funny is that he would sometimes throw his mood in there and it would be like random words like murder-tastic <laughs> and, and stuff like that. I thought yeah. that was I thought that was pretty fucking funny. It had a very very MySpace feel to it. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, and it came out in 2005, so it was a MySpace time. Yeah, it yeah. was it was the time of MySpace. <laughs> but Vader is just like the rest of us, right? I mean, he's, yeah. he's just like the rest of us. He hates meetings. <sighs> Fuck, I don't know anybody that loves meetings. He hates you know, meetings, he makes it pretty fucking clear. <laughs> You know, the original trilogy, I mean, I know you're supposed to sort of understand that there's more going on under the the helmet, but the original trilogy, and then maybe the actor who portrays actors who portray Vader, Mm -hmm. like you, you almost never get the sense that there's a thing happening under the mask. Right. You know, he's very impassive. He's very like, just like brute force personified and then saying intimidating things. I mean, you're supposed to sort of come up with your own idea of what's happening under the mask, but the, the the movies don't give you a lot, you know. But but this, like, this is like, oh yeah, it's a human being under the suit who yeah who hates who hates meetings, yeah. who who subtly crushes people's balls when they piss him <laughs> off. <laughs> I just love that. The, uh, and he, and he's every, everything he always has to like uh, kind of bring himself to not crush people's tracheas. Yeah, like he has a <laughs> severe penchant for wanting to just like crush. He he says he says I have to I had to like struggle to keep myself from crushing his windpipe <laughs> with my mind. I'm like yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it, right? I mean, like that's the way everybody is. Like oh man, I swear to God, like some you know that person that coworker that pisses you off. Not any of yeah. your coworkers, I'm sure, because they're all wonderful people. No, they're wonderful. Like, yeah, but like, shoot, I, we should have done this in a different audio where I would have, like, clearly I'm like coming back and editing myself saying, "No, they're wonderful." <laughs> it's great to have colleagues such as Sarah, <laughs> Joseph, Brian, or whatever. You know, just. <laughs> I hope those are actual names of people that you work with. I think only. I think I only work with a Sarah. Ah. Uh. Well, I mean, I, I don't think I know. I know I work with Sarah, but I'm saying oh. there's no Joseph at right. my company. I don't. God, I hope I'm <laughs> forgetting somebody named Joe at my company. But anyway, 
pissing people off. Yeah, God. But, but oh, like, uh, wait. Good, the good thing is they're not listening. So hooray! <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We account for three of the downloads. Um, the the um, the thing that I noticed right off the bat is that he gives us a reason for why he can't, why Vader can't sense Luke when he's on Tatooine. And did you, oh yeah! Did you like he said that yeah. the, that the the twin suns generate a field of force energy that mm-hmm. kind of muddles things. Yeah, on that planet, which is really interesting because if that's the case, then why was he so force sensitive when he was younger? Because he was. Although I had, maybe I had not. a hard time understanding that. I wasn't sure why that was. Yeah. I think he was trying to make it so that he didn't, he, there was no way that he could have known that Luke and Obi-Wan were both there. Um, but I think like, if you, if you think about it as like Anakin, not necessarily knowing that he's force sensitive because he didn't, I mean, if you think about him in episode one, he, he doesn't know about the force. He doesn't know about, you know, any of that stuff. Yeah. So he just knows that he has like an instinct. Sometimes I can just see things, you know, and, that so maybe that's what that was maybe that's yeah. why maybe that's why the twin sons didn't affect him back then but they definitely yeah. have they definitely have an they effect had an, on him had, now. Fa- had an effect on him somehow yeah. yeah yeah interesting that they that he decided to go that route it to kind well, of explain it, that you know you know it, what would be interesting would be to find out and this is just like there's no hint of this anywhere except me plucking this from the text here which is itself fan fiction of other canon <laughs> things right right but right. it would be interesting to see to discover that like okay so so shmi skywalker becomes pregnant with anakin via the force you know but we also works. find out that she was a hooker too so i don't know if it was the force <laughs> <laughs> yeah i, I mean so this is where we have to pick and choose when I go speculative here, <laughs> because the movies would have us believe the movie right. would have us believe that, that you just I'm just pregnant all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. This 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 fiction would have us think that mm, that could have been a Mandalorian traveler coming through, you know. But yeah. but so I'm gonna I'm gonna cho- I'm gonna pick two I'm gonna pick something from both sides and ignore other things from both sides. Okay, <laughs> okay? so I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick immaculate conception or. Okay. Or you know, spontaneous conception. Um, <laughs> spontaneous immaculate, immaculate conception is not Christ; it's Mary. But so, so Shmi Skywalker gets pregnant of no seed from man. Um, but also, the twin sons of Tatooine are these force weird things, right? right? So, what if what if there is either one or both of the sons of Tatooine are living beings, and thus massive in the force, or an ancient alien race, maybe the Ricotta from the other stuff, yeah, have like a, a force artifact somehow in the mix there of the binary system that is like doing force things to that system. So Shmi just gets hit by a random cosmic ray or whatever, right? Of force stuff, <laughs> force seed <laughs> from the from the twin sons. So now we're talking about the Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just wildly speculating here on on. Apropos of nothing, basically. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> what what if okay, so he they do say that the prophecy is that he is the son of sons. Son of sons. Sons, two sons. So 
that's you might be interpretation that's a good that, interpretation i that like you that couldn't do anything with so i like that i like that luck. read <laughs> i like that read actually here's the, here's another random tidbit in in a new hope you you hear there's it's almost like a throwaway line mm-hmm. when tarkin says the emperor has dissolved has dissolved the senate yeah right there's a just a tiny little hint more here which is that there's the Moff Council. I wrote that down too. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a little tiny little tid- more tidbit of, oh, the dissolution of the Senate just leaves the Moff Council, which is like installed by the Emperor or whatever, just a right. power grab of some kind. Right. But um, yeah. I, I went off on a tangent on that when I started writing a note on that. I bring said us, that. Bring us that tangent, bro. So, okay. So if, you've, if you're a large body of government and you're run by, you know, a galactic despot, Parsing out small bits of power into the hands of other people who are have aspirations of their own might be a recipe for disaster. Yeah, I always wondered about that. Like, yeah, because there's governors, right? The, the, the moths are basically governors, right? I mean, isn't that yeah. what that is? So, so should, you, should you choose the most sycophantic <laughs> uh, group, group of people who are like, you know, at least moderately competent in their local governing stuff, but also right. like, you know, lap dogs <laughs> to, to the, the big dog. We could drop parallels here, but I'm not going to. Hey-o. The, the thing that, that I was wondering while I was reading about this and while I was thinking about this idea that, well, the, you've got, I mean, think about Tarkin. Tarkin had his own aspirations. All of yeah. these guys have their own aspirations. Tarkin, it seems like Tarkin, if he had the chance, he'd put a blaster bolt in Sidious's head. Oh, yeah. And yeah. be like, I'm Emperor now, bitches. You know? <laughs> so have we ever seen a story or read a story or know about a story where there is, besides, besides the rebellion, some kind of military uprising within the Empire? Like, hmm. like a couple of governors get together, a couple of moths get together and say, you know what? We could take him down. Or are they all fiercely loyal to this one guy? What makes him so? What makes you know, him so charismatic? I was so actually so I have a related question to that. Maybe we can join these together. Okay. So Ew. let me like go on a slightly different thread and then come back a little bit here. Okay. There's there's one point where Vader is contemplating. He's like, someday I will inherit the Empire and be like the guy. Let's talk about says, this. Yeah. He says, every waking babe will know the name Darth Vader. Yes. And the question I had about that, which might relate to what we're talking about here, okay. is are the Sith convinced that having the appearance of like mega evil, frightening power is the right way to go about like a long-term leadership plan? Like in a Sith empire in a Sith Empire, mm-hmm. would every emperor of the Sith Empire through the ages be as fearsome as Sidious and Vader and whatever. And do they, is that the Sith vision for how to run an empire like that? It certainly seems that way. Although I don't know that, well, I guess every Sith has like they like they all want just that power grab, right? That's what they're yeah. after. And like they'll crush tracheas and torture and whatever. Yeah. yeah and, they'll make, they'll make people wet themselves, whatever. Yeah. Which comes around to the point that you were making of like, are there any uprisings or whatever? Like, you yeah. You would think that that would inspire uprisings is to have just this chain of like super evil murdering stuff all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, 
I guess part part of the answer to your question is actually there is an uprising. It's called the rebellion. Right. But I mean, leaving them, <laughs> leaving them aside, like we're talking about, they were talking about like, like royalties a, on different planets. Like they make mention of like the Alderanian oh, royalty, sure. like kind of assisting with it and all that. But we're talking, that's, you're talking about the people uprising and people coming up and saying, no, 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 we're not doing this anymore. We gotta, we gotta install a new government. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, are any of these moths against him? Are any of the the regional governors are they against him? They have to have their own individual aspirations. Uh, like you know, it, or, it. I guess it seems like there would be right because because if they're all half as ambitious and cruel and whatever as Tarkin is, mm-hmm. then at least some of them are like, "Fuck this guy." Yeah, it's the first chance I get, I'm throwing him down a shaft right <laughs> you know <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> inventor's like too late too late bitches and by the way i'm going back to the light side Fuck it was all my y'all. plan first i'm out <laughs> vader out <laughs> vader out drops away um if there are people that have other aspirations then then how do they hide that from a guy that can read their fucking they minds like... right so or, or is the emperor just like I'm going to take over everything and you can have you can have Alaska and you can have California like Lex Luthor you know given out like given Otis like Otisville you know you know what I mean like, <laughs> like I is that, that I remember you know, that by that thanks yeah. so like is that is that like what it is is like all right well once I've once I've gotten the galaxy under control Tarkin you're going to have your own sector and you know right Jerjarod you're going to have your own section you know huh. Speaking of Jerjarod, Vader fucking hates that guy. Holy yeah. shit. Like any chance him, he gets. Makes him shit his pants a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, and so the other thing I was going to say too is maybe as a Sith. Um, so, so two things. Maybe. So one thing is, is that I can imagine that if you are somebody who can read minds as easily as Sidious or and pick pick your favorite mutant or whatever in a comic book, right? Yeah. If you're somebody who can just effortlessly read minds, you're probably accustomed to the depraved shit that is always on people's minds, right? If you're if you're Jean Grey or Professor Xavier, <laughs> you are you are used to disgusting sexual fantasies of whatever stripe just blasting out from people's minds. Ooh, I'd love place, to rub right? his ball, dude. <laughs> 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 and well, I mean, and maybe d- disgusting to you, but not to them, right? Right. So, right, sure. so maybe Sidious. So a, maybe Sidious is just like, well, whatever. Everybody thinks about depraved shit. That's why I'm a Sith. I think about depraved shit too. Yeah. But the other thing is that, like, maybe he values ambition. As a Sith, you're kind of supposed to value ambition. Yeah. I Although suppose, yeah. I think it's supposed to be among the Sith. Right. Right. So I don't know. Not among but the regional that's, that's governors. A, it's a possibility. <laughs> That that even if even if they're not like Sith Sith, yeah, he may still think that that's an appropriate thing to have as a value in your government or whatever. Right. That's that's my that's my conceptual escape shoot for why he would allow okay. such such ambition like that to exist still. I mean that kind of, that kind of makes sense. I mean he does. You know you're right. They do Sith do admire the idea of ambition. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's just not, maybe he's just not threatened by them. Maybe he just is like, whatever he yeah. might, he might try to, but he, <laughs> he's never yeah. going to take me. I mean, that's true because like, really, if you were Darth Sidious, 
in this in this galaxy, you your your logical thought is who could even come close to standing against me? Right. My power is absolute both as a political person and as just a force user that if you can outsmart me politically, I'll kill you. <laughs> and if you can somehow manage to be as strong as me in the force, I will have just have way more political power than you and I right. will order your execution. Right? right. So if you're Darth Sidious, you're just like, my conclusion is I am untouchable. <laughs> so <laughs> if these guys are good at governing stuff, have at it, boys. Yeah, go ahead. Have at it, people. Well, it, it does I, kind I, of... Also, there's no... I've never heard of a lady moth, by the way, so... Yeah. Yeah, what the heck's up with that? Well, well, all right. I suppose if we're going with the empire, it's going to have... If there is an evil empire, it's patriarchy, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> if, I was going to say, if there's an evil empire, it's going to be full of white dudes. Right. Full so, of old white dudes. Full of old white dudes. Yep. Shifting gears. Yeah. One thing that you do you remember that they early on he talks about how I don't remember who it was that does like an assessment on Vader's like importance in the universe. Uh, is it Tarkin? It might be Tarkin who says that like, um, or maybe it wasn't Tarkin, maybe it was Nur. There was something where they do like a it's called the Palamush computer or something. Oh, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Was that I was wrote that, that down? I wrote that down. It was not Tarkin, it was Nur. No, it, was okay. his friend. it was his friend. His yeah. friend. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he mentions that there's a remote galaxy millions of years from now. That's us, right? It's us. It is us. It's it us. Is. Okay. Yes. All right. okay. Cool. All right. Cool. He's a cultural touchstone. So he, kind of has, <laughs> yeah. a, he has a ripple. He's the, he's the, he's the okay. thing that knows that we're watching him. Oh, good. From okay. The future, from the distant future. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. I wrote that. I wrote that down. I, I because just, I, I also, like I loved that I love that concept of the thing where yeah it had it had this like there's a couple ways to think about these palamish species or people or whatever is that one is that you know the force maybe the force can take you know many forms and their their interface to the force so to speak is that math stuff right, right. where they and can they, see the future they can see the future and it's it manifests as mathematical whatever but it's really you know that's their that's their pers- that's their that's their facet of the force that they see right right the other would be like it's kind of cool that it's like it's sort of like psychohistory like asimov's foundation series. do you ever read those ones i made it through about half of the first one psychohistory was the thing that the main character came up with which was like super complex math and science stuff that could more or less predict the future of the galaxy it, it has a flavor of that as one okay. It, okay it's like like it rhymes with that okay you know? yeah i i did find it interesting then that the jedi were so against that that use yeah. of the force like it fe- that feeds of course into vader's kind of hatred of the jedi and their their kind of i know their their willingness to sort of well, stifle things that they didn't stifle like. things yeah they, they just yeah. kind of they just kind of stamped on you know whatever they didn't, they didn't appreciate you know god the jedi really needed they really needed to go didn't they yeah Man. yeah they kind of did you know what's beautiful about this is that that luke kind of becomes that thing right like there's a quote and maybe this is the one you're talking about because i just okay. i just wrote it down yeah at the in the very in the second to last entry i think it is the Vader says about Luke, he is no Jedi for his passion blows too hot. There it is. But perhaps he is not Sith either. He is an instrument of change. He is yes. the catalyst at the center, the fulcrum on which fate 
pivots. Yes. That and the fact that 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 Vader Vader's take on the Jedi is that they are what the hell did he call them? I don't have it. I don't have the file up in front of me here, but he called them something like uh, not sycophants, but like it, it basically that that they that they were just kind of quibbling and they didn't really get anything done and they were just kind of you know oh of, yeah it, it, it's exactly like Luke's take on them in the Last Jedi like yeah no exactly it, Luke's take yes and I was actually years before yeah like this this one is uh, uh this is one of those pieces of fifteen years ago history in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That you're like, ooh, somebody, somebody somewhere read this and like thought some things. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's time for the Jedi to end. Yeah, it kind of is. You know, it kind of is. You know, the yeah. Th- there's that one entry that has like a lot of digression about. Yeah. Wait a minute. Do you even know the difference between light side and dark side? And That's I had my is, PDF yeah. flipped to, to that page just in case I needed to read it, and then I had to restart my computer and I lost the thing and I just had to go searching for it again. But which is a long way of saying, yeah, Rich, I agree with the things you say. <laughs> <laughs> Poor fool! If he only, if only he knew, innocent as a junior temple youngling, he parroted the dead preachings of an extinct order of loveless charlatans. That's what it was. Ooh. If yeah. only the difference, uh, if only if the if only the difference between light and dark were so simple as not being afraid, he cannot conceive of the fear he must know if he is to face the burden of the true force. And then he says, "It must be understood that the force is above all singular. Yep, the so-called sides arise from differing matters of perspective. There it is, which is kind of a thing that we've kind of talked around a few times here and there yeah. too. Yep, kind of our our preferred way of thinking about it as well. Right. right. Yep. So that kind of spoke to me on that yeah. on that level as well. Yeah, we've talked about the Death Star a few times. There yeah. was a nice line about the Death Star, the strategic value of the Death Star. Yeah." which was concentrating our displays of force in a very few extravagant symbolic acts rather than attempt to subdue a galaxy spanning guerrilla network one world at a time. That, that's the value of the dark side or the dark side, the death star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dark side, death star. Same thing. Um, uh, which, which is to say like, there's, <laughs> even though it's like clearly like, yep, you're the bad guys. If you make this thing from the other perspective, like it, it makes sense rather than make a giant fleet, that you have to send to umpteen million worlds to go fight these prolonged battles. Just make a giant death orb that like yeah. scares people shitless. Well, and then Blast, do a news conference a few after. Times. Yeah. 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 They did a news conference. <laughs> I wrote that down. Because that was news so, conference killed me. That was so me. interesting. Is it like, cause one of the questions I've had is, and I don't know if we talked about this is, but this, so this perspective, the perspective that this story has is that, the galaxy at large knows who Darth Vader is. Right. But the question I have about like the, the movies and that stuff is like, I, I don't know whether the galaxy at large knows who Darth Vader is. If you think about it from the movies. Right. You don't, you just don't know. Right. Because that doesn't right. really enter the, the narrative really. Because it would be possible for Darth Vader to not be at all known in the galaxy. You know, you mean as, maybe, a, as an agent at all, or just as a, as a person? I got right? you. Okay. Yep. Because he was constructed in secret, you know, true from a Jedi that anybody who knew the Jedi would assume the Jedi was dead. So anyway, it just was one of those curious moments of like this 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 work of fiction's answer to the question is that 
yep, the galaxy at large knows who Darth Vader is because he goes on Galactic Mori Povich and like talks about blowing up the planet, you know? <laughs> and we'll fucking do it again too. And we'll, and we'll do it again. <laughs> Isn't he there with the Emperor too? They didn't they like He's, both go well, on? It was, was not it with the Emperor. It was with Emperor's, or maybe it was Tarkin. Was it Tarkin? Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was Tarkin. That's yeah, right. Yeah, Tarkin. That was right. Yeah. It was Tarkin. There was also some interesting Qui-Gon Jinn stuff. Yes. I, you know what I thought was interesting about that is that it mirrors Luke's experience with Ben. Like oh, yeah. Having having this force ghost that kind of guides you, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Vader's in a completely different place than Luke when that all starts, but yeah, he's got Qui-Gon that's kind of being like, Qui-Gon. yeah, you got to do it this way. Who's like, appears to him and says, yeah, kill him. <laughs> right when yeah when he eggs him on to kill Obi Wan he's like he's like go ahead do it <laughs> he's, he was real he was real dick as a padawan go ahead cut him down I have some things to say to him in the afterlife you know <laughs> send him up here I gotta talk send to him, him up here I gotta talk to him which um, actually <laughs> speaks it actually speaks to when when we meet Qui Gon again in in a certain point of view he yeah. he talks you I mean, he talks in circles because everything's cyclical to him like he knows yeah. where this is all ending you know yeah. We're going to have a drink later. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a drink in person, sir. Yeah. Yeah, this is, yeah. Qui-Gon makes several appearances, too, because, mm-hmm. like, Qui-Gon is, Qui-Gon is Anakin's hero. Right. And he right. talks about that a lot. Yeah. He, he, has my, he has my favorite line in the whole book, or the whole story, and that is, just because you cannot see the path does not mean that, you're, that it is not beneath your feet. Oh yeah, I yeah. loved that. I loved yeah. that. Loved that. That was that. That's a great line. That's a great line for everybody to just remember yeah. in life. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. because you can't see the path does not mean that it's not right there. That you're not on it. It's a little fanciful, but I like to. I like to think about it like that sometimes. You know? No, man. It's like it's like <laughs> you know, if a frog jumps, did he like? Did he, he like, want to jump or did he, like, he did really he, jump? like did he choose to jump or did it was it like foreordained that the frog would jump to the <laughs> lily pad you know it's totally oh um, man you have the munchies <laughs> i sure have the munchies <laughs> that is that is kind of that moment isn't it like <laughs> i mean it's <laughs> lots of lots of thinking about things like that gets to that anyway so it's kind of yeah. unavoidable right right <laughs> Makes me um, think about like like all those nights spent like around that fire pit in my old backyard. Yeah, like having beers and just being like, it's been like, yeah, what man. If, like, what if the beer is really drinking me, man? That's like crazy. <laughs> I do this impression of a question we never asked, spoken in a voice we never used. Right. Uh, but yeah, that that's essentially what we that's did. Totally, it. totally, that's it. totally what happened. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Vader smokes death sticks. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> Which is great because because Anakin is like, oh no, Anakin doesn't make a comment. Obi Wan Kenobi does. In, right. You want to go yeah, home and okay. rethink yeah. your life? Yeah. <laughs> the death sticks bit killed me. Like, like the first mention was like was fine, but like, what what did he say the first time I wrote it down? Hang on, my kingdom for a death stick. But then later, like while he's writing, he's like, "Hold on, I need a death stick," and he comes back. Oh, all right, I'm back. Like, 
See if I can smoke in cigarettes. Is that what that is? That's six or cigarettes, huh? Okay. Like, I don't think you can do that in a hyperbaric chamber. You got to go outside or whatever, right? Yeah, it'll blow up yeah. on it. I mean, no, you can't do you that. Gotta... That's, that's dangerous. Is there a smoking area on the Death Star? <laughs> <laughs> are like, are there like, like when I worked at Best Buy, I used to work at Best Buy mm-hmm. in, in their, in their horrible, like, uh, customer service farm. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, this wasn't free range customer service. They had us in these little pens. <laughs> With our necks, our necks through like these fucking bars. Anyway, um, but like if this was back when I smoked, the uh, if if you wanted to have a cigarette, you had to go into the parking garage, and they had like this enclosed area that you could go in and smoke. Like a cage. It was like a cage. It was like a glass <laughs> area that was vented, which didn't make a whole lot of fucking sense to me. Why would it be vented if like obviously people need to breathe? But yeah, but. Like you're still just blowing the smoke out into the into the into universe the, anyway, right? Yeah. yeah, into the garage. Why can't people yeah. just like you know? Smoke? But it's, plus, also, it, also, cars are fucking driving through there all the time. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, that, that's what I that's what I imagine. That's what I imagine on the Death Star would be like some sort of like you know, vented thing. Thing they can just <laughs> blow the smoke out of the airlock into the into space right. or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the okay. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> oh the oh yeah actually you, you made me think of something too like it, it's a it's a funny moment so obi-wan is the one who's like uh, you want to go rethink your life when they're yeah. like when the kid tries to sound best sex yeah. it's funny to imagine like anakin overhearing that and being like fuck you i'm gonna start smoking death sticks <laughs> you know like it didn't it didn't start when he was a sith guy it started when he was a padawan you know hearing his his fucking master always nah, 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 and he like he picks up death sticks then you know he's, hold, he's holding me back so now he's out back and he's like huffing <laughs> death sticks out <laughs> behind the jedi temple hot boxing them and shit good lord <laughs> the master's coming shit shit put it out guys put it out <laughs> <laughs> blowing it down like, like him, down chewing, so chewing some space mints you know to get rid of the <laughs> space mints <laughs> Uh, and the, yes, master. How can we help you, master? <laughs> Fuck, fucking dick. You know. Anakin, what were you doing out here? <laughs> Nothing, master. Nothing, master. <laughs> Just contemplating the, the force and stuff. You weren't smoking those death sticks again, were you? No. Dude, the the bit where he sends the condolence letter to Admiral Ozzel's oh family God. was that, fucking comedy. That was gold. Yeah. Gold. And, oh, like, and, he, and he bills the family for the funerals <laughs> of like so many people, you know, all the people that he got killed. Yeah. By dropping out of hyperspace too early. Like there are severe repercussions for that. And, and like that guy died and his family's fortunes died with him. You know, yes. we're not going to just fuck you over. We're going to fuck over your whole family. <laughs> Actually, that was, I had a question uh, about that. I had yeah. a question about that moment too, because like my question was, what is what is Darth Vader's legal power in the Empire? Like, can he just make the Imperial IRS do that to yeah. some family? I guess probably. so. Huh? Yeah. I mean, at this point, you got to think about it this way. He's probably like the head of state or something. <laughs> you know, here, here. Oh, you know what? He's probably he's probably the head of state, but he's probably also in charge of like the Imperial mail system. <laughs> So that way, like if they need to like mail in their imperial votes 
for Ooh, the next emperor. <laughs> God. Oh boy. Oh no. Did you notice that the Imperials were eating Ewok? I dude, I wrote that down. Which also, by the way, I kind of like that because it justifies the reverse. I wrote right? The exact same <laughs> fucking thing down. The exact same thing. I wrote I wrote Empire Cooks Ewoks, it's fair play, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what i'm revising my hypothesis although i think we already were there but i'm revising it to a myth confirmed that yeah, yeah the ewoks ate storm yeah they did you're damn For right sure. they did. of course they did of course glad, and I'm, you know what glad to hear it not only did they eat them they fed them to their guests which were <laughs> which were the rebels <laughs> that's right <laughs> what is this it's, it's gamey what is this? <laughs> Scout Trooper. <laughs> Scout Trooper. Oh, that's why it's so lean. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, if you really want something juicy here over here, we have an Imperial an imperial uh, file clerk. <laughs> He's just <laughs> sitting at a desk. Been sitting on his butt all day, yeah. <laughs> better oh, bacon than that one. <laughs> okay. So uh, okay, so another, another, another tidbit. Yeah. Yeah. That I wrote down, Vader noticed that it was R2-D2 in the X-Wing. Yes. And he was like, yep, blasted you, little fucker. You know? <laughs> you recognized like, oh. me as like, fuck I you. Was like, I was like, oh, man, that sucks. <laughs> that's, that's R2, fuck you. Pew. <laughs> R2 was his buddy for like a while there. <laughs> I know. Like, oh. he was his wingman, you know? He was he his was... droid in his Jedi Starfighter. That was R2, right? Damn, Vader, you cold. Yeah. I like, guess I guess he just he just regarded R two as a fucking traitor now, right? I guess. I mean, yeah, well, yeah because he's with the. I breath, mean, so. it, he, like in one small way, that's a, sort of a measure of respect, right? Because yeah. because like you're a traitor, you I blast you, right? Yeah. You wouldn't consider you know a chair a traitor, right? If the oh, chair yeah, yeah there was you go. in the house that turned to the rebellion or whatever, right? Right, right. But he considered, in 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 some way, it seems like he considers R two a traitor, alive, which is, even. which yeah, which which uh, which makes it makes him almost see R two in a better way than many people see R two. You know, just before he kills him, just before he blasts him. Yeah, well, he doesn't kill him; he gets brought back. But he gets brought back. He also recognizes C three PO when they're on the uh, when they're on the shuttle, right? Oh yeah, which means that that he can sense non-living things through the force. Does three PO have some force with him, or or does hmm. or does or is three PO a living being and therefore contributing to the force? You're baking my noodle, bro. Droids I don't know. are sentient. Droids are sentient. <laughs> um. Okay, Darth Vader is getting to be an old man. Yeah, well, because he man. he comments of, he comments about popular music. He's like, nah, yeah. this all this new stuff, man. No, give me the old, you know, the classic, <laughs> the Munilens Symphony Number no. Four. Yeah, without the extra hollow synth or whatever. Fuck that, right? <laughs> they obviously overtuned the uh, or auto tuned the uh, <laughs> singer on that. That's yeah. bullshit. That's bullshit. The of, uh, I was going to mention the Han Solo torture scene from Empire Strikes Back. 
yeah is some fucking dark humor there dude yeah, he knows he's is. gonna tell luke who he is and he's like yeah. oh you're my dad and he's like no i killed your dad like, <laughs> oh shit and then oh. later later he's like he's walking on sunshine i was like oh my god fuck dude like oh man i just love me some torture <laughs> oh shit jeez i think my favorite part in the whole thing though was the admiral ozel condolences letter because it starts off yeah. with like oh, my condolences by the way he's he was the fucking he's a disgrace to your family terrible. yeah 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 and i let i let i was i would have sent home his his belongings but i let my troopers <laughs> ransack his apartment which is a it's, total it's like it's like sincerely thing sincerely d vader yeah. <laughs> yes fuck your whole family <laughs> oh god Oh man, this was this was good stuff. I'm glad we I'm glad we read this, man. Yeah, I, there's this I, this one had like the density of little things here yeah. is high. Yeah. Yeah. One other thing here. Well, I probably I have some more. I have other things, but one other thing that I wanted to point out was that this guy captures the enormity of the galaxy really well. Yeah. When when he points out that like finding Luke is a huge a huge task undertaking for vader yeah. yeah and and that it kind of lends credence to the idea that maybe the force is having a hand in this the force is like guiding them together because yeah. that's part of their destiny right yeah like yeah that that whole thing that kind of rung true for me i really liked that yeah i like that quite a bit actually and i, I like the touch of like vader seeing that the force was not connected to Sidious kind of yeah. there. Yes. Like he sort of knew something was up. He knew it was right. time for a change of some kind. You know. He didn't know quite what it was. He didn't know what it was, but he knew that there was a change yeah. coming. Yeah. That whole idea that like because we've talked about this before, the the, the galaxy's huge, right? Yeah. And and systems upon systems and quadrillions of people you know and he even mm-hmm. even mentions how many people yeah. there really are it's a good touch it was a good touch and it kind of yeah. gave you perspective too on how unique it is that this has kind of come together for vader right like he just right. he just can't fucking believe it either he's like oh my god yeah. i can't believe it my kid's right there and he brought 3po with him like <laughs> like okay all right which actually too that gives you also the sense of like sort of you know there's there's the empire and the rebellion and planets being destroyed and all this kind of stuff yeah but still for your average galactic citizen like life is probably not all that different right yeah Old republic empire new republic first order all that kind of stuff like if you're on kind of a backwater planet and you're just you know going to your job as some kind of fucking clerk at the whatever station right <laughs> yeah like, it doesn't really matter, you know. It's it's light years away. The the stuff is light years away. Yes, you know that's true. Which, there's probably there's probably some reaches of the galaxy where, like, <laughs> like the new the imperial T-shirts didn't even the shipment didn't even get there yet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the imperial T-shirts. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice touch, Polly. Nice. The, uh, this job has a glass ceiling. <laughs> Man, that was another one of those laugh out loud, literal laugh out loud moments. Like I had, there, there were so many of them. Like 
like when will these fools learn that the empire always strikes back <laughs> yeah there was one there was one part where the the guy managed to sneak a new hope ember starts back and return the jedi in like yes. two sentences yeah all together i was like well done bravo sir well that, that's pretty good i like yeah. that oh did you notice that just a little tidbit for luke is shmi's father's name according to this oh really so that's oh, where luke apparently comes from how did i not catch that it 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 was a just a like ta- a throw aside or whatever. Oh. oh, did you notice the spaceballs reference? Yeah, that was awesome. It's <laughs> good stuff. It says uh, here's the here's the dialogue for anybody that maybe not is not going to read this but still wants to know what the spaceballs reference was. It says uh, you try to be an effective manager, and this of course is Vader speaking. You weed out the bad apples like the late Admiral Ozel. There he is again. Yep. Only to find that an insidious culture of incompetence has somehow transformed your deadly pangalactic armada into a fleet of space balls. <laughs> yeah, uh, good stuff. Uh, one last thing. Yeah, up yours, Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> Vader thinks to himself, "Up yours, Obi Wan Kenobi." Yeah, so it was, it was dense. It was a, a tiny bit shorter than most things we've done, but yeah. very dense with stuff. Just a, for me, overall, a very enjoyable thing. I know what the other thing was. This story made me think of like all kinds of other like little infinities that they could do. Like if they resurrect that Star Wars Infinities imprint, um, the comics, or anything else, they could give us like what if Vader was the Emperor? Like what if Vader oh, killed yeah. the Emperor and he didn't die and he just became the Emperor? Like. I mean, you could do like Star Wars What If, right? Like, like I think the there are Marvel other series. Infinities that we didn't even read, aren't there? There are three altogether, and I think we only read the first one. Yeah. Okay. Which actually, that one was lost to the the Force when when my computer. Oh. Died. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking computer, but so I mean, we could eventually go back to that one if we wanted to, but uh, sure. But there are two other ones: There's Empire Strikes Back and there's Re- uh, Return of the Jedi. And none of them like are predicated on the others. So like. The right, yeah, the, the or none the, of them are the infinities, on the others. The infinities of a new hope, right, ends with Yoda crashing the Death Star into Coruscant, right? Yes, and killing billions <laughs> and killing billions of people. The and what you're saying, and which, which I understand is that the Empire Strikes Back infinities splits off somewhere in ESB, right, and yep. creates a new whatever you are correct, which, which to me actually would be an interesting path to take, yeah. To, but, you mean like for coming as up a, is to like as a next as a potential next thing? Oh sure, okay, yeah, okay. Because I actually that's, that's what, what yeah. I have what I have failed to do this time is give good thought to what we could do next. <laughs> <laughs> I I gave it some thought. I gave it some thought. Now did you? Okay, okay. So the first thing that I thought of was was the infinities thing. You you brought it up, but that thinking about the infinities thing was like, made me think. Well, maybe we could go back. And I thought maybe reread the first one and kind oh, of redo yeah. that episode. Redo it, right? I think enough time has passed that we would be able to, you know, kind of redo that. Oh yeah, I, I've forgotten the mass majority of everything that we've done so far. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, ba- I forgot, I'm basically I forgot. I, like five minutes go by, I forgot what we talked about in this episode. <laughs> so we're good. I'm let's basically just, a goldfish, let's just, dude. I let's mean... just re-record this episode every time. <laughs> okay, it'll be fresh for me every time. <laughs> What a, what a fuck! What a fucked up podcast that would be if you just did oh like the same piece of media over and over again. Yeah, like without like if your memory was that bad. If you have like that Drew Barrymore memory loss thing from yeah. that Adam Sandler movie, right? Where like like instantly you forgot about it and you just re-recorded it, and it's like a and new you, take every time. And, like, and somehow you're gracious enough to humor me every time. 
you're like, yeah, oh my god, Ewoks cook or the the Empire cooks Ewoks. Wow, look, imagine that. Oh, the only the only logical conclusion to that would be that it was all in your brain to begin with. <laughs> Thus linking you to Tommy Westfall, right? Oh God! Oh uh, shit! Oh no! Here we go. Oh, we're back on that one. I mean, uh, if there hadn't if there hadn't already been a link, right? The link would be established in this fan fiction, right? Because he the guy says there's a galaxy far away in the future that's also connected somehow, right? Yep. So yeah, yeah, he would have. E- that's an easy. That's an easy link right there bridge yeah we don't need don't need it because they were done it. it we should maybe at some point like expand upon that that tommy westfall thing a little bit we'll see i don't know if, i don't not know if we're ready now. to tackle that not now though not now uh the other thing that i thought of was we could we could dedicate a couple of episodes to knights of the old republic 2 which was just on xbox live super sale for like five bucks and i picked it up now we don't oh, have nice. to but that's an option so work? it seems like it seems like we're down to two our two choices then. Okay. We have the A New Hope Infinities. Okay. And Knights of the Old Republic 2, whatever fits within a week or whatever. Whatever whatever <laughs> fits within a week. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know how to I don't know how big the game is. Uh, so hey. okay. <laughs> so we'll do heads. Heads is Infinities. Okay. Tails, which is Vader, is Knights 2. Okay. Commencing flip. We let the force decide. The or the fact that it's weighted and it'll end up being <laughs> tails. Let's see. My my prediction is tails. Let's see what we got. Dude, you're right. I know. Is it? I mean, it's it's perfectly flat. That doesn't make any sense. At least it, aerodynamically, it should be have these. And I mean, this can be a quirk of statistics, right? That we just have gotten it tails a few times in a row. Flip it like three times in a row, real quick, and see what happens. Let's just let's just see. Let's just do it. Why not? Let's see. Let's challenge the statistics. Yeah, I just flipped heads. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Well, it's nice in the old republic then. I guess. Okay, it's nice in the republic too. <laughs> Electric glue. Electric glue. <laughs> okay, so that's that's next up for us then. Next up, Knights of the Old Republic too. We're going back. We're going back to the well. Going back. <laughs> back to the well. I've I've heard that this is this is just as iconic as the first one as far as like import in the you know in in the fan yeah verse or whatever so yeah so that'll be fun now the the nice thing here is that you haven't played it and i haven't played it so we're both gonna be coming at this fresh it's gonna be kind of cool yeah yeah okay so that is what we'll do sounds good okay that so i guess that also cleans up that that closes down our episode so the next time that we talk to our listener we will be discussing Knights of the Republic too. Thanks for listening, Jeff. Thanks, Bye. Jeff. <laughs>